0: It could be the biggest driver right like maybe he would perform like a stallion and still felt the same way right but I don't think so <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome to thoughts and perspectives a swinger lifestyle podcast
1: we are Ben and Kay a two-physician couple in the lifestyle and would like to share with you our thoughts and perspectives on related topics
0: we are physicians but we're not your physicians if you have any concerns about your personal or mental health you should talk with your own doctors
1: This is an adult podcast and is not intended for people under the age of 18.
0: Hello and welcome to episode 14, Reddit Q&A number three.
1: Yeah, we've done this before and we had so much fun we want to do it again.
0: Yeah, our our variety hour. So basically uh, we go through and we troll Reddit like I do. (laughs) With most what? of my free time. Um, we troll Reddit and we try to find uh, interesting questions that people ask on the, on the swingers Reddit. Um, and Some questions are interesting and some questions not so much. But we try to pick out um, some interesting ones for us to talk about on the podcast. So we've got a grab bag of questions that popped up on the Reddit that we wanted to talk about. Yeah,
1: the funniest is when we read our slash swingers, you know, separately... And then we say, oh, I have this, I've seen this post. It's really good. And you're like, like,
0: yeah, I read of that like three days ago. <laughs> I read it. I commented on it. Did you read my comment? Like, There's this really insightful comment. Yeah, that was me.
1: <laughs> Out of a thousand comments, yours is the most insightful. And so how did you choose the, the Reddit posts that we're going to talk
0: about? Well, like I said before, I just kind of trolled through Reddit and tried to find interesting topics or interesting questions that people ask, which actually takes quite a bit of time because, you know, there's a lot of things, a lot of topics that end up getting recycled uh, on the Reddit. And, you know, there's things we've covered before, and there are some questions that aren't all that interesting. So um, we just have to scroll through and find interesting things to talk about. The first question, um, which I thought was really a a great question in terms of conversation Uh, comes in uh, about four days ago Uh, someone posted a question does doing lifestyle things make the vanilla things that you do with your adult friends less fun so you know, is going to dinner with your vanilla friends less fun because you could be going to dinner with, you know, another couple as a, as a date or, you know, is going on a regular cruise less fun than going on a swinger cruise, for example, right? <laughs> and this guy is saying, wow, or girl, I, I don't know, um, which I'm assuming it's a guy because only a guy would think that, but um, he's Not saying... Not true. <laughs> he, he or she is saying they're having a hard time enjoying the vanilla aspects of their life because every time they go out and they do a vanilla thing, they think about doing a lifestyle thing where they're doing that vanilla thing and they're all bored.
1: Yeah, this could be so much more fun if, you know, there was a lot more spicy stuff involved.
0: Sure. Yeah, and so that's that's always the question. Um, and certainly for, for me, I think for a cruise, I would be bored out of my mind on a vanilla cruise.
1: I don't think so because we went on a regular cruise. I think we kind of enjoyed it. I don't know that it, it is true. I don't know that I would enjoy a regular cruise nearly as much as a swinging cruise. So I'll give you the cruise. I think that, you know, if I was stuck on a regular cruise, especially like a longer one, like the seven nights. Sure. Um, that one, you know, being a swinger cruise, it's it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the vanilla cruise that we were, we've been on one vanilla cruise and the vanilla cruise we were on was only exciting because we of our monster children that we had to care for (laughs) the entire time right all the excitement was was it was
1: like it was like a family get together also so i think that that aspect like is so different in my mind that i i feel like i didn't miss the swinger aspect because we were hanging out with family but a good question is we recently went to the Great American Beer Festival with our quote-unquote vanilla friends. Yeah, exactly. They are vanilla because they don't participate in the pineapple they lifestyle. They have no interest. They have no, yeah. no, they, they're very interesting. So they will say things like, well, I would be interested in adding, you know, the, the female, uh, you know, the wife, she says, we can add another male to, you know, to our uh, couple and the the husband says, "Well, I would be only interested in adding another female," right? And so they can't agree on how to add another person, and so you yeah. know, they're and stuck.
0: We also had our, our single male friend with us who, um, has, who
1: has four girlfriends.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he's dating. It's it's the wild yeah, it's west. Yeah, it's the it's the single life. He has no interest in ethical non-monogamy of any sort. Yeah, right?
1: he he just prefers, you know, shuffling for his.
0: His serial monogamy or yeah, whatever, ser- whatever, ser- whatever <laughs> he's doing.
1: And so uh, would you say that you missed like the lifestyle aspect when we were hanging out?
0: No, I wouldn't. Um, and that's one of the things I think with this dude, this guy has a problem or I'm going to say he's guy, fa- it could be a girl.
1: I would say you, you have to think about your friends. If you're, you know, if you're stuck in that small talk, right. And it's yeah. like this boring dinner, you'd rather not yeah. be there. You'd rather be at the club, doing fun things. You know, I don't think it, it's the issue that it's not lifestyle. The issue is the the vanilla people you're surrounding yourself with.
0: Th- that could be. I mean, that's that's very... That's taking your problem and putting it on other people, I think. You know? And I think the, I think the poster has kind of a problem, right? If he can't have fun with his vanilla friends, I, I feel like that's a problem, right? I, I don't think that your, your thoughts should be... So you shouldn't be perseverating so much on the lifestyle that you can't enjoy fun with your vanilla friends. That doesn't sound healthy. It just
1: tells you that uh, his or hers life is kind of a little bit boring. I don't think it's necessarily Maybe. a problem. It just means that, you know, you need to bring different fun into your kind of vanilla life.
0: Yeah, and, and the other thing is, it's true that you do need to choose your, whether it's your vanilla or your swinger friends correctly, right? We have very open lines of communication with our too open with our vanilla friends, TMI. right? Like we can we can tell TMI them all the time. we can tell them as much, if not more, about our personal and sex lives than
1: we our, would share our, with our,
0: our friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're they're close friends of ours, and we can really share, you know, anything with them. And so those relationships are are deeper than any any. Hey, what's your favorite porn? We have. Yeah. Oh, I have to show you this. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's like, this is so messed up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you hook me up on Lexi Pantera videos? Sorry about that.
0: Yeah. And so, um, so in a way, um, I would say certain things are, are much less exciting. You know, uh, for, as an example, the cruise, you know, vanilla cruises are.
1: Would you go to a regular nightclub? I would not. And miss the swinger kind of dance floor?
0: so the first question would I go to a regular nightclub the answer is no <laughs> just because I, I, it's not it's just not fun for me right like you go into this environment you basically keep to yourself the whole time and you drink alcohol you could have drank anywhere else and it's noisy for like and a it's quarter loud of the price it's uncomfortable and it's expensive and really I don't get a whole lot out of a, what would be considered to be a vanilla light club and people nightclub and people are Not as friendly, obviously, and and all that sort of thing. So would I I go to a regular vanilla nightclub? And the answer is not unless...
1: Not unless my wife drags
0: me. Not unless my wife drags me. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what I was going to say.
1: You know, it's funny. That thought did cross my mind, actually. So um, I had a friend who was inviting me to go to ADM Festival, right? And I love this kind of dance music. The Neon Glow Night is my favorite on the cruise, you know, I'd just jump up and down like a crazy person for like three hours straight um, and wear like a neon bathing suit the whole time with some fishnets. <laughs> and so that, that's my, and I was thinking, oh, I could do that and go to this EDM festival. I really enjoyed that, you know, glow night. And then I was like, I don't think I could even wear that bathing suit because it had, you know, like there, there's a hole at the bottom of it, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like it, it, that swimming suit, Easy access. it's like so scandalous that you couldn't wear it in public.
0: Yeah. We did, we did, had to, we did have to special order that swimsuit from Brazil.
1: <laughs> right. And so, uh, and then I was like, and then I would have to like behave myself. Like I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't dance in a way that I would not care about, you know, like I would have to I would have to be, like, you know, kind of policing myself. So I was like, no, I don't think I would enjoy it nearly as much. So I will give you kind of that 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 thought when it crossed my mind. I was like, I probably would enjoy the glow night way more, and then I'd go to the EDM festival, and then I would be disappointed.
0: Yeah, people wouldn't be as friendly. You wouldn't be as – I mean – they're probably somewhat friendly, you know. Again, you pump enough MDMA into a person, they <laughs> they tend to be pretty friendly, um, but not people generally aren't going to interact with you as much as you would as you would see at a at a swinger type situation.
1: About the club, by the way. So when I was uh, a unicorn and I was you know just, you know kind of single girl. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I would choose to go to a swinger club to dance as opposed to a regular club because I just had more fun.
0: It's safer and you're less likely to get harassed.
1: Exactly. Like nobody you know in a swinger club nobody would come to me and just like grab my ass and that would happen in a regular club and i was like hey how about saying hello first
0: <laughs> or at least in the in a swinger club they'd come up to you and say hey uh, your ass looks great may i please grab your ass and then you, it, it, of course exactly. you'd say of course of course
1: <laughs> you know i mean like i'm you know I'm for the most part i'm free use i have very little requirements but you know especially at that time actually i take it back I had I'd probably more requirements back then <laughs> because I was single I gotta watch my back yeah. um but you know like that I definitely preferred uh just from kind of relaxation not necessarily from a fun standpoint but just kind of more relaxing safer
0: yeah um and then as far as I guess concerts are concerned we go to we go to regular concerts all the time oh like, yeah that's... Or maybe not all the time but if we have opportunity to and, get away, and we have fun, we we saw Halsey recently, which was which was a lot of fun. Chain smokers, and we saw Chain smokers recently, which was a lot of fun. Um, although we did have a unicorn with us for that, yeah, as you may remember. But we, we're also with our Vanilla Friends,
1: <laughs> so we managed to combine all three worlds: the concert, yeah. the lifestyle, and Vanilla Friends.
0: And then we have Elton John coming up after the after the Swinger Cruise, yeah, and that and that should be, fun. be fun, and yeah. Probably you not you know, it's interesting. Lifestyle stuff going on there.
1: Is um, so when we have our like date night and we'll go to a wine bar and we are sitting just the two of us with like our charcuterie board, um, I would think that like, like instead of doing that, I would be more tempted to like, oh, let's go do a lifestyle thing. And for some reason, I'm not like um, you know, we'll have our just you know conversation between the two of us. And I'm like, no, this is great. Like, I don't.
0: Yeah, and I mean we're also a little hesitant to go anywhere local. Um, yeah, that'd be a lot of, of effort. Our, our jobs as well, and not wanting to rent anybody in our uh, in our community. Uh, but we 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 enjoy non-lifestyle vanilla things that are still fun for us. We still enjoy our vanilla friends, um, and these lifestyle events just introduce a little bit of extra fun for us in a totally different. Um, sphere of our life and so uh, to answer his question i would say no i i don't feel like being in the lifestyle ruins vanilla things for me
1: i would you know my question for this poster is how new are you to lifestyle because when you first discover lifestyle and you realize the level of communication the kind of acceptance you know just kind of ease of being around other swingers um and then you kind of go back to the regular vanilla world where you have to behave yourself and censor yourself and all of that good things, you know, at first it does feel like, oh, my gosh, I can just not worry about anything and just hang out. Um, So I think that maybe this person is new to lifestyle and just kind of discovering this part and kind of once more, you know, like when you find a a new thing and you like want to do it over and over again.
0: Sure, that makes sense
1: yeah that that would be kind of my my kind of question to them and if it if they are new, I'd say just you know wait and
0: don't don't abandon every vanilla aspect of your lifestyle
1: but you you know it's interesting because being a lifestyle made me choose my friends wisely because I realized if i can't if I can't be open and enjoy hanging out with my friends if you,
0: if your vanilla friends don't accept you for who you are then then
1: yeah. You need new friends. Yeah,
0: you need new friends. Yeah. Okay, topic number two, friends or no? And so basically what this, what this poster writes is, um, or what he asks is a question about whether or not you should swing with your regular vanilla friends. And so he says, if you've done it, you know, did that ruin your relationship or did that go okay? And if you haven't done it, why have you not done it? And he's saying... His wife has says has put up an absolute rule no no swinging with friends whatsoever because really they don't want to ruin those friendships.
1: You know it's funny because that post comes up in a different variation very often.
0: Yeah, so we get to cover it one time. This is it.
1: <laughs> I feel like every time I go to our swingers there's a variation of this post yeah, like how, hey, do,
0: how do I trick my friends into
1: Yeah, you know, really like our friends, how do we make this happen? Um, there was another one from a girl who was thinking about joining a couple who are her friends. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, this is a piece that, so we've never done friends. No. And I don't think we ever plan to. Yeah. And, and I do think it will change your relationship in a way that you cannot change back.
0: Yeah. and, And there's a saying, they say you can make friends out of swingers, but don't make swingers out of friends.
1: Yeah, I think it's just the reason this is so tempting, right, is you like your friends. You, you have find a
0: relationship, them, you're around them all the time.
1: Right, the comfort level is there, and so it's if you, easy.
0: If you didn't have good rapport with them to start with, they wouldn't be your friends.
1: Yeah, so I think that that's why it's so tempting, and you might be attracted to your friend, you like them a lot, and it just feels like, oh, why not try this out? And so I think that the temptation is there, don't do
0: it. Yeah, you. if you are going to do it, you have to be ready for the very real possibility that things are going to be weird and that you're going to ruin that friendship.
1: I think that the difference for me is, so when you have feelings like you do for your friends, you have that deep connection, you have a, you know, um, a degree of attachment, you care about their feelings, right? Um, you can't really do that carefree swinging aspect and, mm-hmm. um, and so it becomes, to me, more on a spectrum of polyamory, you yeah. know? So I think that that the question is more, do you want to enter potentially a polyamorous relationship?
0: Yeah, and then the other question is, what if you decide you don't want to have sex with them anymore?
1: Yeah, if it doesn't go well.
0: Or even if it does go well. What if you're just like, nah, I'm over it? Yeah. Then what do you do? What do you tell your friends who are like, hey, we, we want to hook up again? And you're like... I don't really want to anymore, right? How do you, how do you keep those people as friends?
1: Yeah, it's really hard. I have, you know, it's funny for me. It's the same as, you know, I'm trying to think of my college days. I had sex with a friend and after that we couldn't be friends anymore. Yeah. And so I lost a friend at Laura lesson.
0: No, but we we stayed friends for a long time.
1: <laughs> well, I would say we were swingers before we were friends
0: and that, and that may be true.
1: We were swingers very fast.
0: Yeah, that, that came prior to the relationship.
1: Yeah, before definitely before our romantic relationship was, was there. We we're, were friends with benefits. Um, speaking of which, I don't know if this post is on your list, but um, there was a post about a guy. Um, so he's asking, can I find a single female to go to a club with? And... Um, He's actually married. Wife is okay with this. She just wants them to go get, you know, they're different in terms of their sexual drive. Sure. And so everybody replied back saying this will never happen. And
0: I wouldn't say never, but it's going to be hard. You're looking for a needle in a haystack. So,
1: I'm a needle in a haystack.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know that that's a uh, that's that's a scenario that was, was actually happened. So, you know, yeah. it it's just different. Yeah. Like where you're looking and yeah. who you're looking for. Yeah. There are p- plenty of single females who don't want a relationship and mm-hmm. want just to have mm-hmm. casual mm-hmm. sex.
0: And, we, and we, we know plenty of single females who would be totally into that relationship. We, it, or at least we know a couple. Into that arrangement, exactly. Into, the, into that arrangement. Yeah. Um, and so they exist, but to find one is super difficult, especially as a single male right? Because every single CL, single male that's out there is looking for that, right? And, you know, as a couple, it's very easy for us to get into lifestyle events and meet people and, you know, form these connections just because, you know, we're already in the lifestyle and we, we, we can find these people fairly. I shouldn't say easily, but we can find them occasionally. But if you're a single male and you're kind of on the outs, kind of on the outside and you're, you're trying to get in there and you don't already have those connections. That's a, that's a tall order. That's tough.
1: Yeah. I think, you think it was luck.
0: Um, well, well, part of it, part of it is when I started, when we met and we started doing lifestyle stuff, I was already in the lifestyle.
1: That That's with true.
0: my, my then fiance at the time. Yeah. Right. So I was already in the lifestyle. I already knew about lifestyle events. I already kind of knew how things work. And so... You know, I could, and you were vanilla at the time, so I just found some vanilla woman and said, hey, look at this, you know, sort you of thing, check right? this out. And then if that didn't work, I still had my primary relationship and all those sorts of things. So, you know, I was, I was already in the lifestyle when, when we started doing that sort of thing. But
1: that was exactly what I was looking for, right? I wanted to look for someone who I can hang out, have fun, and I wasn't looking for a relationship, I wanted low drama, you know, nothing... And so that that worked really well for me.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it worked it's... well for me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and we we also know um, we also know couples in the lifestyle who the man became single and the woman was sing- the woman was single and they got together and they became a couple, you know, in the lifestyle and now they're like a legit couple. Um, and so we've seen that as well. But it's just such a difficult numbers game as a single male, you know. There's a thousand of you looking for, I, I don't know, a thousand, a hundred of you looking for the one single female who's into that sort of arrangement so you think it's
1: a hundred to one ratio like probably so in the luck territory basically yeah
0: it's it's pretty as a single male it's it's tough to kind of break into that so uh, um and it might be easier nowadays with things like tinder you know you can put that sort of thing in your profile you can look through and you can maybe try to find maybe not even women who are in the lifestyle but women who are very open to the idea
1: Recent divorcee you know, wo- women who are just, yeah. you know, freshly out of loveless marriage, who want yeah. to have fun, not necessarily have relationships, you know, unicorns who, yeah. you know, had too much drama yeah. you know, and just want to take it easy.
0: But I, th- I think hookup culture is a big thing now. So if you if you know someone who's like, uh, you know, a, a single female who's big into, you know, hookup culture and is totally OK with that sort of scenario that's the sort of person who may be interested in, in going to a club with you. You know, you yeah. can ask, but yeah. I don't, I don't see how it would hurt. Um,
1: yeah. I almost replied to that post like, actually this happened and yeah. it worked.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just going to be difficult, yeah. Yeah. Possible, but, but difficult. Good luck.
1: <laughs> I got mine. <laughs> You're on your own. <laughs> I found my needle.
0: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. All right. So the next question is, half swap or maybe does anyone arrive as a couple but fly solo? And so what this husband is asking and his question is, is it okay to go to an event, uh, you and your wife, to meet other couples? And then when you've talked with the other couple, say, hey, can I borrow your husband to have an MFM with me and my wife?
1: So basically what they're asking is... um,
0: Is that kosher?
1: Yeah. So... You you know, and there is a little bit more background that his wife is not comfortable with a full
0: swap. Right. She she does not want him playing with other women and she is straight. She's not interested in women.
1: Yeah. So I think that that is the distinction for me. So Mm -hmm. let's say, you know, a couple comes in and they say, listen, we have this MFM on our bucket list. Mm And could, you make, could we borrow your husband to make this happen? And, you know, you'll have to sit on the sideline.
0: Yeah, it's not even really a bucket list thing, right? It's not like they've done a bunch of stuff and then they're like, oh, yeah, this is a fantasy we haven't had fulfilled. It, no, that, they're like, we're just coming in and the scenario we want is we just want your husband and we don't want you.
1: Yeah. And so I, it's funny because there's variation of this question where they want to borrow the wife.
0: They almost always want to borrow the wife. Yeah, they almost this one always, is... and, and the term they use is poach. Yeah. It's like this couple came in and they like keep they trying poach to poach, poach, poach my wife and they show no interest toward me whatsoever.
1: But uh, this variation is not very common, but it's uncommon. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Um, so if it was that bucket list, we've done a lot of stuff, but MFM is our favorite and mm-hmm. could we do this? Yeah, That would be a different comfort and that's dynamic a different scenario. Yeah. So I would probably say. Um, Yes, especially, you know, like if the, let's say husband is a little cuck mm-hmm. and like the, there's dynamic there that, yeah. that we well, kind of... You know that I'm into that. Yeah. So, so you know what I mean? Like yeah. if there's other things that I know you'll really enjoy that yeah. and, then, you know, I don't mind I'll sit with my glass of wine and watch the show.
0: Yeah. Um, so, so that's, that's, you know, not universal, right? That's a, a thing that's unique to us is because, you know, I, I enjoy being a bull, right? Right. And so that if you're lucky enough to roll up to us, that may be, may be acceptable. Right. Um, although we don't play separate. Um, so, you know, I mean, I would prefer if you were, much prefer if you were present. And so, you know, if you came up to to us and asked us, um, that may be acceptable. But anytime you do that, it's somewhat, I feel like it's somewhat insulting to whichever partner you leave out. Like, oh, it, or at least it seems that way. It makes it look like, oh, this partner is good enough, but this one isn't.
1: Yeah, so that would be what I would have to have in my mind is clear distinction that it's not like they want to exclude me, it's just here's what they would like and here's the dynamic. So if it's like... You know, if you talk about your limits and your fantasies ahead of time and everybody agrees, right? We're all on board.
0: But this this dynamic is somewhat less attractive, right? Yeah, this, this... this dynamic is based on insecurity.
1: Exactly. So um, especially when you meet new swingers, right? And when we...
0: Yeah, so what makes this dynamic less attractive is that it's based on insecurity. Yeah. Right? The, the female half of, of that couple is insecure and doesn't want him to be with other women and that's why they're looking for another single man um which is understandable everybody has their own insecurities but i would not approach a couple and ask for that particular play style you know based on their insecurity now if you want to invite a single male in and you know just get comfortable with the mfm sort of scenario then that's okay
1: so i would answer to their question you know that that probably that what they want to get started with is not a, not a couple but a single male you know that yeah, that literally. will make everybody a lot more comfortable the other piece is whenever in the past i've gotten a sense that somebody in the couple is not comfortable um we mm-hmm. met a really nice guy with a whole pass mm-hmm. uh, not you know not the last cruise but previous one right the asian dude yeah
0: yeah well, and his wife had a hall pass, too.
1: But, you know, like, she was not comfortable seeing him being with someone else.
0: And I think that was true vice versa as well.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know why that just didn't sit well with me.
0: Yeah, it seemed weird with me. And they also seemed to have, like, a very weird rapport with each other. It seemed mm. very standoffish.
1: And so that that was, I was like, I I, I don't know that I'm I am comfortable with yeah. knowing that your partner is not quite comfortable you know, seeing this. So, you know, I think that the insecurity would make me kind of very, um,
0: yeah, it would definitely make us take a step back and kind of think about, think about the situation. That being said, that's a much easier sell than trying to set up an MF or FMF, like two females and a guy in that scenario. Right. Like, Oh, can I just take your wife so I can have a threesome? It's like, that's going to be a much harder sell. Than taking a husband, I think.
1: Yeah, and especially if it's that kind of poaching, right, where yeah. Yeah. the husband does feel very left out. It's not mm-hmm. communicated ahead of time. This is what we want.
0: Yeah, or I suppose it could be also similarly bad if you approach a, a very asymmetric couple where the husband is very attractive and maybe the wife not so much, and then you everybody's trying to come up and you know get the husband. I think that that couple would find that uh, yeah. bothersome. Yeah, yeah. They, they wouldn't like that.
1: Yeah, so I would say as a, as a couple, if you're in an environment where you know the other couple is looking for a full swap, I don't think it's worthwhile to approach it.
0: Yeah, but, you know, you never know. You may run into somebody who's who's like comfortable us. with that, like <laughs> us. You know, and it's going to be much easier if you're looking for an MFM than if you're looking for an FMF. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, it's going to be another one of those things where it's you're going to have a hard time but you know maybe maybe you'll be lucky who knows
1: i think that you might be more lucky with um very secure very experienced couple who and also have an appreciation for the journey into lifestyle and yeah. the insecurity that, you know, you start off with, yeah. you know, people will do soft swap for like two, three years sometimes. 10 years, 20 years. <laughs> and so, you know, we definitely met those couples where sure. they'll tell us like, yes, we're full swap now, but yeah. this is what we did for years to get comfortable.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of hall pass couples too, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure uh, if you're a hall pass couple, you'll be totally okay with that arrangement. So Um, I think with a hall pass couple, you're, you're in good shape too. So yeah, I I think maybe even in that scenario, you might want to ask if they're a hall pass couple or not. Mm -hmm. Um, and if they say yes, then, then you're probably in pretty good shape asking that question and they'd probably be okay with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good luck hunting. There was one that I came across that I almost counted. Uh, I'm, I'm almost replied. Okay. Um, so this is, the. A girlfriend boyfriend situation They're in their late 20s and brand new to swinging they jumped straight to full swap right away and uh, she was reflecting that there was some performance anxiety so I was trying to help him out eventually things started to happen and we did proceed with the full swap however when they got home and the following day he's really distraught and can't get the image of his wife being some with someone else. And it's, you know, it's just very distressing for him. Mm -hmm. And so I was very tempted to chime in with my two cents. And I was like this one that just needs a little bit of time and perspective communication between them.
0: One, I think that needs some time, right? All wounds heal with time. And I think a big part of that is the performance issue on his part, you know, like, if he would have performed really well and, you know, things worked well for him, would he even feel the same way?
1: Oh, I didn't think about that. Um, you know, I was just focused on, like, maybe he wasn't ready for swinging. He wasn't mm-hmm. ready for seeing yeah. his spouse, you know, his girlfriend being with, um, someone else. Yeah. But you're saying that maybe, like,
0: in... Yeah, there's a little bit of inadequacy in there. There's and comparison. Comparison and all that sort of thing. Oh. Um... Because I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing she's probably had sex with other men before she's had sex with him. Probably. Probably. So her having sex with another dude, and especially if they're going into this, knowing that that was going to happen, I'm not sure that's the, the biggest driver. I mean, it could be, it could be the biggest driver, right? Like maybe he would have performed like a stallion and still felt the same way right but i don't think so <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's th- this is where it's good to have male perspective i didn't think of that i was just like oh my gosh this is this is so sad that you know it's like didn't didn't give you the the fun uh, experience of coming back together and mm-hmm. and you know having your makeup sex at home yeah um, you know just all the good parts of of swinging kind of are yeah. missing right
0: yeah there could <laughs> like, be some, some a little bit of envy in there too right like she got a what she wanted out of the experience, and he didn't.
1: That's what what she was po- posting. Basically, she was posting about her guilt, and also kind of this feeling like she can't help him feel better. Yeah. Um, and p- feeling conflicted about this guilt. You know, like, mm-hmm. hey, we talked about it. This was supposed to happen, so I I shouldn't feel guilty. Like I didn't yeah. do anything wrong, but yeah. I kind of caused my partner pain somehow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really only one way to fix that is just, a, uh, just a string of FMS.
1: <laughs> just kind of, you know, overload. Yeah, exactly. Overload that security. And,
0: and that's, that's partly a joke and partly not a joke. Right. So if you can get him comfortable with other women and make him feel like he is adequate and, you know, get him, into that those sexual situations where he's performing well and he's been through it a couple of times
1: getting used to the pressure getting used to it performing and
0: not feeling envious not feeling inadequate and all those things um yeah he he should feel better about the situation and then you know I, i think with just a little bit of time that i would i would think would get better just solely with time at least a little bit
1: yeah. So she was blaming herself for kind of um, not checking him, you know, more often yeah. to see was that performance mm-hmm. anxiety issue? Was that really yeah. um, like a, a sign that yeah. they should have backed out?
0: Yeah. If, you, if you're just starting out, you need to check in with your partner more frequently. Right. Yeah. And so we, we've been through it enough times where, we've, you know, we've both had things not necessarily go our way, but we've been through it so many times. It's not catastrophic.
1: You know, it's, uh, when it happens the first time and, it, you know, just kind of the end of the issue where things work out for you and things don't work out for me, um, you know, it just kind of feels like, hmm, that's a letdown, right? I didn't experience kind of, you seem to be having a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um, what we also found is, you know, if, if a, does happen like that, that kind of addressing that situation during, you know, the encounter really helps as opposed to just kind of, you know, saying, oh yeah, things are working out for me and, and, you know, not working out for you. So we'll just, you know, continue without, you know, like nothing is happening. So I think that having a a plan for that. Mm-hmm. And so I usually will join you and, you know, kind of turn it into... What is it? M F F situation, yeah. right? So if it's if it's not working out, um, yeah.
0: And and the other thing about these early encounters is there's this tendency to want your partner to enjoy themselves, but not too much, <laughs> right? <laughs> you right. Know, like you want them to enjoy themselves, but you don't want to enjoy them too much because then you're gonna like you're not gonna feel good, right? You're gonna have jealousy issues, right? At least early on, and then I feel like you get over that, and you're like okay, I want my my partner to enjoy themselves as much as possible. But I feel like early on, you want them to enjoy themselves, but not too much, not but, enough to stir up any jealousy. <laughs>
1: right. But you know, it's funny, that thought would help me early on. So I would pause and I would say, hold on. So would would I feel better right now if he had a hard time and didn't enjoy himself? Would Would that make me happier? It's like, no. I, really. I, you know, I yeah, don't, there's that perfect
0: medium. You don't want it to be bad, <laughs> right. but you don't want it to be really good either. Right. You, want it,
1: <laughs> you know, in fact, like my logical kind of self says, no, if we put so much time and effort going to the club or making this happen, I want you to have as good of a time as you can possibly have. I want that for myself too. And so you know, like logically I, I want that and then when it's you know, not, not happening, then it's that's where that envy comes in and it's like, Oh yeah. So so logically that really helps me to say things happened exactly how I wanted things to happen for you. And the issue is really that I'm disappointed things did not happen for me.
0: Yeah. And you you do need to you do need to watch out for your partner, right? So you need to you need to keep your eyes open. Um, and you do need to make sure that your partner's doing okay. You need to, you do need to look over and make sure they're doing it right. And it's, it kind of sucks cause it does take you out of the moment, but you, you do need to have your eyes open. Right. So if, uh, and I'm always doing this, not only, not only for you, but the other people who are involved in the scenario. So if I see the other dude struggling, yeah. then I'll, I'll take his wife and I'll say like, Hey, your husband's struggling. I, you should go over there and, and assist in that situation. That's usually pretty effective.
1: Yeah. I feel like we have gotten better at like, you know, just having the whole perspective of the room.
0: But it does take a lot of thought from me. Right. And I, I think I do enjoy encounters slightly less because I put so much thought into watching out for these things. Yeah. And another recent example was, um, we were with a, we were with a slightly older couple and you know, I was, I was having a good time, but I looked over and you weren't, quite getting where you need to be right so i went (laughs) over there and i'm like no no this is how you need to press this button and turn this switch and that's that's how you that's how you get it going
1: yeah you know it's it was really helpful because i was like and this is my issue that i need to work on and and so when someone is doing oral and they're doing it in the way that their life likes it Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. And and there's a
0: there's a lot of difference out there
1: exactly and so i'm real and then I realized, I, I think I'm a lot more sensitive than a lot of swinger women out there.
0: Yeah, probably true. And it's possible that I go way too light with these other women just because I'm so used to, you know, you being more sensitive.
1: Yeah. So that that's where I'm like, it's not from a bad, you know, intention. Like they're they're definitely putting all the effort. They're putting in the work. Right. And, and it's like, no, it, that it doesn't work for me. And I always feel guilty, like telling them like no stop that and do it like this yeah. so i need to work on you know like elevator speech yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. for for a world you hey. need to
0: print off an instruction manual hey like, can you go through this pamphlet real quick
1: <laughs> and <laughs> before s- we get started ever since i got my, my nipple piercings done i am much more sensitive so here's what you need to do it is nice to meet you too <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: just lead with that. Yeah, I need at to. At least I know where, where your intentions are at if you lead with that. Yeah. Yeah, there's no mystery.
1: Exactly. I'm like, listen, it will help everybody. Like there's no, I, I shouldn't feel like self-conscious about it, but I do. And I don't give people pointers. And then I'm like, you know, and so it was really nice. You came over and like, here's what you do. And I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> now things yeah. are working out.
0: But in any case, um, that's a huge speed bump those guys hit right like that's a that's a major speed bump and it's gonna it's gonna take some some time and some effort to overcome that
1: yeah the other piece you need to get comfortable with i think for them is that post kind of encounter communication
0: yeah i don't know i'm not sure if that would have fixed it
1: you know it just i think helps get a clear out the air, you know, what are you feeling? Are you, you know, are you feeling envy? Are you feeling inadequacy? Are you feeling um, guilt? Yeah. What yeah. is going Who on? Who knows?
0: Maybe they, maybe they did that, but I, I'm, I'm not sure that that would have necessarily made him feel any better.
1: I don't think it makes you feel better in the moment, but I think where it helps and, you know, as you progressing, you're swinging and you have more and more of encounters, what happened with me is I've detected I have like a couple of patterns where I will get a hang up. And now that I know my pattern, why I will get a hang up, you know, it doesn't happen nearly as much anymore. Sure. And so it helps, I think, figuring it out and being able to identify faster. It's like, Oh, here's my, you know, uh, comparison hang up with, you know, not having the tightest vagina right? And you yeah. laugh, you're laughing and smiling. Like, yeah. well. I can't believe this is real. You know, that, that's what it is, right? For you, it was the, the size of the dick. And you know, I'm like, dude, I don't care. And so, but in your mind, you do. And so for me, it was like, I can't do that, whatever that, that puffing thing is, or I can't, you know, maybe I won't feel as tight, whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're, you're never going to be biggest dude or the tightest girl i mean maybe you will maybe some people are i don't i don't know but for for most of us we're never going to be the most at everything
1: exactly but that's not i but, think but i don't think
0: that's their situation in this in this question right
1: right that's my hang up.
0: yeah that's yeah. this guy he was just a, in a super unfortunate sort of super unfortunate first experience where he got hit with all those things right inadequacy uh, failure to perform, envy, all those things. Um, fairly young, very new, first encounter, all those things at the same time. Like, even if it was a totally successful first encounter, there's still a lot of emotions yeah. you know you got to deal with. Yeah, And so for, for this guy, it's just like the perfect storm of all these horrible things.
1: Do you think that they should stop swinging?
0: I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, honestly, I, I think... Um, they should if they do intend to continue, they should do it in a much more low pressure environment, you know, like in like like I joked before, like in an m f or f m f sort of situation that's gonna be a lot lower pressure um but, maybe
1: a soft swap,
0: or maybe a soft swap, yeah, something like that it's yeah. tough, it's tough, who knows maybe that maybe that relationship's over, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
1: It didn't sound like it, it sounds like they were they're doing okay, just he was just miserable. Like their yeah. relationship was not necessarily um suffering, but it didn't sound to me like they were, you know, stone, stonewalling each other or like anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely can happen. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Uh so for our last topic, uh, posted a whole 12 hours ago. Uh the title is Ladies, give a big guy tips to be more appealing. And so this is a, a, a larger guy who, um, and not penis size, but like body size guy. Um, who's it's asking important. F- who's, yeah, exactly.
1: It's important. <laughs> who's,
0: who's asking for tips on how to be more appealing. I, I think in particularly in their profile, he's saying kind of what, what do you want to see in the profile photos? Do you want to see me dressed up to the nines in a suit? Do you want to see me doing fun hobbies? Um, what can I do to make myself look more appealing? My wife looks great. Yeah, I go the, to the gym six days a week.
1: <laughs> you know uh, uh, the context of this. This is an asymmetrical couple, which I think we've talked about before. That there's quite a, quite a, a lot of asymmetrical. Yeah, couples in the lifestyle. quite a few of the couples in in lifestyle are in that boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, uh, I guess the question is what what kind of uh, pictures they want to put on yeah, their profile.
0: Yeah. And I, I think we could even we could even expand that a little bit beyond, maybe. Not necessarily even what pictures, but also like your behavior in the club and and all that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. You know, the pictures I like to see are pictures that are kind of reflective of, of your personality. Because let's say you're a dude who dresses up in, you know, to the nines in suit and, you know, kind of, you know, has a lot of those kind of really... Uh, high-context pictures, right? They're mm-hmm. dressed at the party. So I'll assume certain things like, oh, this couple goes out a lot. You know, they do a lot of formal s- stuff. Mm-hmm. They, you know, he might be more like a like a dude who's into formal things mm-hmm. um, versus a, a dude in, like, dad cargo shorts holding the giant fish. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and that's a good question, which one I would choose it depends on my mood. I like both. Um the the size of the body, you know, this is where if it's if it's something that's important to you know to a person, they will, you know, look at something else and they, you know, they'll move on. Mm-hmm. But there are plenty of women who don't have that strong preference for yeah, the the body yeah. type. Yeah. You know, for me it's like Can I see the personality? Um, You know, do I feel like this this is going to be a fun encounter, Mm -hmm. low drama?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, so I would say look confident next Mm -hmm. to your beautiful wife. So
0: look confident.
1: Yeah, that's probably the number one. Mm -hmm. And number two would be if you have hobbies or things that, you know, just make you happy and you know those pictures are going to be the best regardless because you're you look happy and you're really enjoying yourself so i think those are really good
0: yeah and also keep in mind when you're when you're on these swinger sites 95 percent of the time the person looking at your profile is another dude (laughs) right so don't necessarily think about how women are going to perceive you because i mean that's going to come up that's going to you know that's going to come up. but Eventually, the, the,
1: the guy will show the wife exactly, and say, hey, what exactly. do you think about this couple?
0: Exactly. But just to get your foot in the door, you need to realize that you're appealing to other dudes. Yeah. Right. And um, you got a lot on your side if you have an attractive wife because the first thing that other dude is going to notice is your wife. <laughs> right. He's going to see the wife and he's going to go, ooh. And then he's going to go to the husband. And he's going to go, uh, yeah, no, yeah, you know. And so think about things that... Um,
1: All you need to do is, so the wife is a yes, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. And the husband needs to be a maybe.
0: Exactly. Right? Yeah. So you so need you, to get yourself to maybe status. And that's how I live my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and your bar, I keep telling you, your bar is higher oh, than my,
0: mine. My bar is way higher.
1: And you vita perfectly good couples where I would be totally on board. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know. Uh, the wife looks really good, but I just don't think the husband looks good enough for you. It's like, yes, he's good enough. Trust <laughs> me.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so really, um, like I said, those those pictures need to be at least I don't know if the term appealing is good, but um just realize who your audience is.
1: I think that the other piece is most guys are looking for the other guy who will treat their wife well.
0: Right. Yeah. So when I'm looking at a when I'm looking at a picture I'm looking at a dude who seems like he has his shit together and isn't going to do some weird shit. Exactly. So weird
1: pictures. Don't put those.
0: Yeah. And if, if it's a a picture that makes you look approachable and reliable and, and that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. put those, if it makes you look like a serial killer, do not put those.
1: (laughs) You know, the other ones I would say is, um, like hygiene, you know? Oh yeah. Hygiene is a huge issue. Yeah. Yeah. Like Make sure your pictures are, you know, like you look yeah. put make, together. Make
0: sure you're, if you shave, shave your face. If you have a beard, make sure it's well trimmed. Make sure your clothes fit. Yeah. Um, all those things. Uh, wear appropriate clothing for your age. And yeah, just uh, just realize that the the audience you're looking for is a bunch of dudes and that they're going to want to see a person who is going to treat their wife well and who isn't going to do something erratic.
1: Although recently I saw a picture of a guy ironing his suit, right, preparing for something, mm-hmm. and wearing nothing but you know, like like the the dress socks, mm-hmm. and the pictures of of him ironing from behind. That's with, funny. With the butt, I like it. And so I was like, oh, this is great. That's hilarious. Who who is this guy? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> How does his wife look like?
0: Yeah, did he have sock gaiters? That that would have really did I it. I know, right? Yeah.
1: I was like, oh my god, this is this is totally yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're ironing your own suit and you got dress socks on and and nothing else, like yeah. this is.
0: So first of all, you own a pair of dress socks and you're not wearing gym socks. That's a huge <laughs> boost, right? You don't wear gym socks with a with suit. It, and, with a suit, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I see that. I go. This is a guy who understands that you don't wear gym socks with a suit. This guy <laughs> knows that you need to iron a suit. Doesn't, or maybe you should have it pressed, but you shouldn't have wrinkles in the suit, right? So this guy realizes Either get that,
1: somebody to press it or mm-hmm. press it yourself.
0: Yeah. So this is, so when I see that picture, I go, this is a guy who realizes, one, humor is important. Two, dress socks go with a suit. Two, suit shouldn't have wrinkles in it.
1: Yeah. So I think that, that that picture was perfect. Yeah. And the guy was not like a fit dude. Like he, he was just yeah. normal yeah. dead bod. Yeah. And so it was great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so there you go.
1: Yeah, that that would be the picture that I put on, reflect your personality, in yeah, some have effort. Have your shit together.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, so that was episode fourteen, uh, Reddit Q and A number three. Um, you can hit us up at thoughtsandperspectives at gmail or you can hit us up on Twitter at thoughts Yeah,
1: we'll we'll try to record our next episode while we are on the cruise.
0: It's coming up in three weeks.
1: Yeah, we'll see how that goes. If our equipment works. Yeah, so that
0: that next episode may be a little delayed, but we'll get there.
1: We'll have too much fun. We'll see you in the next one.